Iowa everywhere. I want to update our kitchen cabinets. Hmm. Sounds expensive. What if I found a company that's 75% less than new cabinet construction? Really? Still though, whew, big mess. What if it wasn't? 75% less than new and no mess. <gasps> no way. Guess what? What's better than a new look for your kitchen cabinets? Getting that new look without the mess. And for up to 75% less than the cost of new custom cabinets. With the Kitchen Refresh Approach by No Pros of Iowa, you'll save time, money, and hassle. Getting an updated look to your kitchen, bath, bar, or laundry room. The typical transformation is five days or less. Visit our Central Iowa Design Studio or kitchenrefreshiowa.com. You were right. I know. Schedule your free consultation today. Chris Williams. Chris. Chris Hassel. Two guys named Chris. Presented by Fairway Meat and Grocery. From the Channel Seed Studios, this is Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed. Seedsmanship at work. Hello, welcome to Two Guys Named Chris. It is the 17th of August, a Thursday, and we are ready to roll. A lot of football conversation coming up for you today, and we are uh, moving towards the start of the season for the Hawks and the Clones, and Week Zero is coming up next weekend. Williams, you sound either sick or hungover. I am not hungover. He is an I, octave lower today. Yeah, I... Hey, so, w- welcome to two guys named Chris. It's Chris Williams and Chris Hassel, as always, in the Channel Seed studio. I can promise you I'm not hungover. I, Van Weeks, come on in here and join us. We, So we had, I, I believe, at my daughter's birthday, we had a super spreader event. Hmm. Not for COVID, but for this croup. That croup? Yeah, it's called croup. It's a kid's thing. Is, oh does, my! Is that like hoof and mouth disease? <laughs> they when they cough, I'm not. They sound like a seal. Mm. What? And every kid that was at this party, I talked to Matt. His daughter has come down with it, mm-hmm. and I got it. I'm I'm on the mend, but What's I was it pretty sick. Croup? Yeah, I, after our show the other day, I was pretty sick. Like How do you I, spell that? C R O U P. Croup. Look this up here. Yeah, it's she's, like a just, virus. she's just been having a fever. Not, I don't know if she's had the seal cough it's yet. Coming. It's coming. It's oh coming. Yeah, it says an upper it's airway coming. infection that blocks breathing and has a distinctive barking cough. Yeah. So, like, I am, I am totally not hungover from that golf outing. We will talk a lot about that. Uh, well, that's surprising because it looked like you were couldn't drink. You were shit faced on the first tee box. <laughs> look at this swing. Seriously, you look like. I was like, what does this remind me of? It reminds me of someone doing a Tom Arnold on Coke impression. You know, like when he's kind of like bouncing all over the place. You know, he's bouncing all over the chair on the. <laughs> I can't remember who used to do that. Look at the oh god! You broke your you broke your ankle. Is that all iced up? Here's the deal on that. Like, what 
that looks horrible. I I get it. <laughs> I it's really not me on every swing. That was my first swing of the day. I hadn't warmed up. It, it was a really bad look. I I don't have any excuses for this. I don't know. If you... Yeah, but on every swing you were like falling over and well, it's kind of like when Hassel says like Sunday and Monday like <laughs> oh you're doing it on oh purpose. it's an act it's an act yeah like I. I'm really not that bad of a golfer, like I, I swear. It's just, it's fun, and we had a great time. I, I got to golf with Jake Brind, who's starting a show for us here in Iowa everywhere today, and then Jeff Woody and Colin Newell, former Iowa State player. We had so much fun. Well, yeah, you had way too much Lake. fun, as my dad points out. He says, and I thought of my dad when I saw some of the videos that you idiots were posting yesterday. Like just doing all, you're throwing footballs on the course. You were throwing clubs all around, running all over the tee box. He says, I'm a retired golf course superintendent and the antics fool Williams pulled on the course yesterday. I would have thrown him his ass out after nine. Well, let me tell you this, Mr. Hassel. I don't want to play in your elitist golf course. That's not my, that's not my style. I don't. (laughs) What are you doing? That's You shanked a punt off your foot. Starting center. Brock Purdy used to have his hand on that guy's ass all the time. He was he snapped me. So they had a contest, uh, like a punt, pass and kick type contest on this hole yesterday. It man, it these these guys up in Storm Lake, man, they were as blue collar as it gets. We had a blast. It was as much fun I think as I've ever had at a golf outing of what we did yesterday. And and my yes, my voice is shot. Because after all that, and after having this croup, I had to give this like two hour, seemed like two hour presentation, and my voice is just gone. So you're not, you are not envisioning this at all. Like I am, I'm shot. But we got a lot of fun stuff to get to. The the best part of yesterday was this this woman, (laughs) she's wearing a big Rob Energy Cyclone Fanatic t-shirt, like, probably in her in her 50s a diehard listener to the program and she comes up to me and says this is almost a direct quote i wrote it down as quickly as i could you and that chris hassel are totally inappropriate and flat out disgusting but i love the shit out of you idiots (laughs) the amount of iowa state fans that come up to me and tell me god i hate hassel but now i like love him is is great i'm like yeah he's he's i go he's not a bad guy he the the elitism the you know the uppity it's like there's a reason fairway won't send him a meat box is because he doesn't know how to turn on a grill like there's a reason for all this by the way i finally got my dad to go to fairway really yeah he is uh he has been loyal to another supermarket chain he went he saw your grillers Oh man! He's like, oh, those look good. I'm gonna go out and do it myself. So there's a picture of uh, old Donnie on his grill. He doesn't have your special Traeger, but he said he he. Uh, I, I said, how did they compare to your the other grillers? He said it's not even close. Yeah, I'm telling you. So Fairway actually, and they're very proud of their their meat. They retweeted me the other day about that they agree that that's like the best thing. These chicken grillers. And then Jeff Kelderman from Kelderman Manufacturing did the same thing your dad did. And he went out and got some of these chicken grillers the other day, too. And he agreed. It's there. There's something different about them. And I, I don't know how they do it. 
but they're they're unbelievable. So I'm glad that Don is part of the family now. Congratulations, Don. <laughs> T. Baker says Donnie would get the sh- the Schnooks discount grillers. <laughs> Do they still have Schnooks? Uh, I don't know what that is. What is Schnooks? It's a grocery store. Oh, Schnooks. Okay. Oh, there you I go. I used to shop there when I was in college, living with my grandpa in uh, Bettendorf. Schnooks. Interesting. Well, anywho, um, thank you all for joining us here on a Two Guys Named Chris Thursday. We are, of course, presented by Fairway in the Channel Seed Studios. Man, um, I think I just heard the uh, the, the seal cough. Yeah, the seal yeah. cough was in the background there. Uh, Elisa is hanging out of my office while I do the show today. I'm not kidding. Matt, I, I hate to warn you, but whatever this is that these kids got, it's been well over a week in our house of two sick kids. Yeah, Isley's yeah. had a fever for three days, but finally yeah. broke this morning. So hopefully we're past it. Well, we're past the to... fever, but we got the uh, seal cough. Just sounds great having kids. It just sounds wonderful. You know, just makes me want to go out and hey, make one right now. At least they're going to wipe my ass. I'm not going to be relying on some, you know, 19-year-old at the nursing home. You're going like to make you. your kid do that? You sick I, son of a bitch. Remember, Cammie told you she will wipe your ass. Oh, God. Come on. My oldest told Chris, Uncle Chris that. Only if she can get pool rights during her youth. Uh, all right. Let's get to Iowa and Iowa State. And you've gotten a lot of, um, I think, good-natured fun for your awful take on Cade McNamara being a running quarterback. What are you talking about? Awful take. Now, bad take. hang on a it's second. A bad take, Chris. It's you not... did not say any of this on the podcast when when I brought no, I this know. up. It's all right. You know, we can we can learn and evolve, right? It's a bad take. Okay, why is it a bad take? Well, one, he's never really run the ball in his career. I'm not saying he's going to go out there and be Brad Banks and going to rush for 500 yards. I'm just saying... He's not Spencer Petrus. He's not just, a statue in the pocket. But, he can actually take off and pick up positive yardage if he my, needs to. My favorite response was the Iowa State fan, and I'm sorry, I can't credit who it was because I don't have it in front of me, but he goes, that was your takeaway from that play when, when Cade McNamara goes down gripping his injury already? I said the silver me. lining. Obviously, God, the injury was the takeaway. I'm telling you, man, you just wait. You just wait. We'll compare the numbers between him and Petrus the last few years. Well, it shouldn't be hard to beat Petrus. You're correct there. That's all I'm saying. This is a guy, it's great to see a guy who, when pressured in the pocket, he can slip out of it and not just run sideways and throw the ball away, but maybe actually look to pick up a few yards. Can I challenge you on this real quick, though? Yeah, sure. So this, um, this Kids Day scrimmage, where mm-hmm. where McNamara goes down with this, we believe to be a minor injury. Doesn't seem to be anything to worry about if you're an Iowa fan. D- does that in any way be like, if, if I'm Brian Ferentz or Kirk Ferentz, be like, hey, Cade, just just throw God the damn, damn ball. It. Away. I hope not. I Honestly, hope not. like because y- your first response was, "Holy shit, look how close we are to disaster." You think they're not thinking the same thing? We got to bring in that this Deacon Hill, this guy that the volunteer guy look, brought in. Williams, it was a non-contact play. 
I you know. Can't just, that, doesn't that make it? What worse? are you going to do? You're going to tell him, you know what? We're going to take every snap out of shotgun. You're not going to take any drops back. You're just going to take the snap, and you're not even going to step. You're just going to throw the ball. Oh no, I don't know about that because then you might hurt your arm throwing. But you you can't do that. You have to you have to play. You can't worry about injury. I'm not okay. saying go out there and run it 15 times and and lower your shoulder. He, he, at least you, you can protect yourself to a point, but these things are going to happen. Okay, I just... How do you protect... You're not exactly the most progressive, offensive-minded program in the country. I could see them being like, hey, dude, let's take it easy. Throw the damn ball away. Well, you can't This isn't first. Tim Tebow we're talking about. You can't throw about. the ball it's away Kate in McElroy. the pocket. You, you right, can't well. do that because it's intentional grounding. Well, okay, fine. Run out of the pocket and throw the ball away. We're not. He could just as easily hurt himself running to the right as he does running straight ahead. All right. It was non-contact. What, um, you have in our rundown here that Keith Murphy, our buddy over at Channel 13 and KXNO, made a good point about Matt yeah. Romero. What, what, what is this point? I think that they were on Murph and Andy. They were talking about... Um, the floor for this team if McNamara were to go out. And the point is that I think we saw the floor last year with the worst offense in the country, one of the worst quarterbacks in the country. You're still going to be able to win eight games, seven, eight games. You're going to be able to do that because of how good the defense is, how good the special teams is, and who you're playing. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of teams that just will not be able to beat Iowa no matter who Iowa's quarterback is. So, Cade McNamara isn't going to take this team from eight wins to 12 wins. Like, you're not going to see his impact. The only impact you're going to see is in these games that are the huge games. Like, you're still going to be able to beat the Northwesterns and the Rutgers and the Michigan States. But what are you going to do against Penn State and Wisconsin? That's where Cade McNamara is going to make his well, difference. Hell, even Iowa State last year. Yes, Iowa right? State too. Like, that's mm-hmm. a loss last year, but man, with so it's really only going to be a handful of games. Win. I think yeah. three, maybe four games where Cade McNamara is going to make a difference in the outcome of the game. It's not going to be. You know, he might put up big numbers against these other teams and the offense might look better and that'll be great, but they'd probably win those games anyway. No, that's, that, that's a that's a really good point. I, I don't disagree with that at all. The, and South the Bend only, Hawkeye The only says, caveat to that would be is if the defense doesn't keep scoring at the rate that it has. Well, and I don't think they will. That's insane that's hard to think to that they would score like they did last year, but I don't think they'll have to. Just going back to the rushing for a second, South Bend Hawkeye puts it into perspective. Spencer Petra's total rushing yards at Iowa was minus 294. I'm not looking for 294. I'm looking for Zero. nine. <laughs> yeah. The, and, and I get it. The In college, sacks count against your rushing yard total. But you go back to 2015 and, and, you know, Bethard ran it for a few hundred yards. Hell, even Vandenberg was rushing for positive yardage in some of those horrible years. They didn't have a good team. 
but they weren't racking up ridiculous because this this offense needs to stay on schedule like you, you minus 294 over his career think about how important five yards is to this offense and the way they've been playing and that one the, sack and the the whole thing is done the whole drive is over yeah and the thing we haven't touched on with that too is just even like confidence for a struggling offensive line to have a guy back there who's just not taking sack after sack after sack mm-hmm. after sack if he can help them out in, in any way because so do not- you still after after i've explained myself do you still think it's a bad take um i won't i'll downgrade it from bad to meh so you really don't think that his ability to use it's his legs clearly better is going to be Peaches. a difference? Yeah, no, I do. I just like I do wonder. I would love to be a fly on the wall in the offensive room at Iowa. It's like after watching him go down like that, how? God, I, I, they, I, I, I don't know. Like I, I but like I think with a guy like I'm, McNamara, you have to let him do his thing. I'm not even an Iowa fan. I don't care. But like. Watching him go down like that all by himself, it's like you have to think like, man, maybe this guy's not as, you know, mobile as we think. You cannot coach like that. You just can't do it. It's just like the people saying, well, he shouldn't even have been out there. Don't even put him in bubble wrap until the season starts. Come on. He's got to practice. Yeah, well, yeah. And you're doing stuff like that in practice all the time. Yeah. He wasn't getting hit. No one was going to come clock him. He was what just is running. this backup like as far as that goes? I think it's a well, fair question. I mean, well, it, who's we don't the backup? Know the Deacon status. Hill or Joey Labus is, Labus is out, is hurt, injured. But he, according to Dr. Men and Lysico's podcast, he should start practicing here this week is what they thought. I don't think you can trust either one of those guys. I mean, I... <laughs> Joey Labus was there all year last year, and they refused to play him. And so that tells me that they, I mean, they thought more of Alex Padilla and Spencer Petras than they did Joey Labus. Is that right or wrong? I don't know. But look, if we're talking backups, again, going back to what Keith Murphy said, it's going to be a 7-8 win season. Cade McNamara gives you a chance to win the Big Ten West, to win double-digit games, to get a win at Penn State, to get a win at Wisconsin, to not drop one of those just dumbfounding games to Iowa State. The more I dive into this Iowa schedule, too, I, I'm I'm not that hot on Wisconsin. I just... Well, I, I know we were listening now. Um, it's going to take a while. Like, I just... I don't think they can just I, oh, snap their fingers here. And you probably listened, I'm sure you did, to uh, the first episode of... Legends and Listeners yeah. with Lystico and Doctorman, which is on its way to becoming the most viewed, regularly scheduled, you know, non-emergency podcast on, on our YouTube page. They said that, uh, well, I think they kind of disagreed with one another. One of them said that what you're saying. I think it might have been Lystico. Chad likes said, Wisconsin. Scott doesn't. And you know, Lystico, oh, Chad likes Wisconsin? Yeah, yeah. So one of them 
they look, they're ranked ahead of Iowa. They're picked ahead of Iowa. They have um, Chad is shorter an AP odds. Voter. They're the favorites in the division. Yeah. Chad is an AP but, voter, and he had them ranked ahead of Iowa. But you make a good point. It's a totally different offense. And I was listening to those guys talk about it on the podcast as well. Like, that's not going to be easy to just change overnight. They might not be able to hit the ground running with an air raid after all these years of just, you know, recruiting to the Iowa way, the ground and pound. We'll just outmuscle you. But, Matt, pull up their schedule. Pull up Wisconsin's schedule. Because we've got to see who they play early in the season. Is that like they play Iowa midway through the season? They're going to have a much better feel than early on in the year. When they, I'm guessing they don't play anybody. No, so they, they do have an experienced quarterback. This kid from SMU who transferred and is very familiar with the system. So it will be more about. You know, everything around him and making him comfortable. Here's your schedule for us on YouTube. They do have to go to Washington State in the non-conference. Tough game. Tough mm-hmm. game. Uh, and then they start Big Ten play at Purdue. Mm. Then they have Rutgers. That's a win. Then it's Iowa. So, I mean, not exactly a murderer's row there. I mean, <laughs> they're, they're not. Like, who else do they have after Iowa, Matt? Do they? Because they, do they avoid... They do have to play Ohio State. They get them at home. But they avoid... They ain't beating Ohio State. They avoid Michigan and Penn State. Their their schedule sucks, too, other than they have Ohio State. I mean, other Mm -hmm. than that, it's very similar to Iowa's. Yes. At Washington State, it's probably comparable to at Ames. What would you rather rather have? Would you rather go to Penn State or host Ohio State? Go to Penn State. I think so, too. Yeah. I mean, Michigan and Ohio State have proven to be just so far ahead of the rest of that group. James Franklin's 4-14 and 14 against Michigan and Ohio State during his career at Penn State. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would rather go to Penn State. Iowa, Iowa's right there, like, talent-wise with them, right? It's not this huge, you know, you, you, you got to – and I know there's Iowa fans that are pointing to the last time Ohio State came to Kinnick. I get it. That was an ass whooping, but man, like the talent level is just at a different level when you get to Michigan and Ohio State. Yes, I think it's a step. Up. I mean, Penn State is a step up from Iowa too. That's not. Yeah, but it's not like, like I was not. It, it, it's it's Michigan and Ohio State at the top. Then yeah. it's a slight drop down to Penn State, and then it's a jump down to the Iowas and the Wisconsins. I just, like, I, again, I just know enough about the air raid where, man, a lot of times it takes a year or two. You Not are an air raid truther. I just. You just uh, you just had Hal Mummy on the pod. Text him with Hal the other day. The, yeah, uh, ask him about Wisconsin. Ask him about the uh I will. The install. I'll ask him. Um, I was texting with him because this is fascinating. So Iowa Wesleyan, where Hal mm-hmm. and Leach and those guys all started, Mm-hmm. It it shut down like it's no mm-hmm. longer a university. Yeah, St. Ambrose used to play them. Like I would go to Iowa Wesleyan and call the games. St. Ambrose, they wow. ran St. Ambrose Conference. Well, they're doing like this huge auction where they're auctioning off the entire university. Like you can buy everything <laughs> from like old football pads to lawnmowers to 
like fine china from the dining room. Like it's crazy. Some really? guy sent me the link to it, and I was going through it because I was wanting to find some old leech and mummy artifacts, and I couldn't really find much. You should get your dad a new mower for the uh, Velisca <laughs> Axe Murder House. Yeah, it's it's kind of cool though. I, I sent it to Hal, and I was like, I thought you may want to buy a cop, cup of coffee or something. I don't know how great the f- memories are, like from how that ended there, based on my interview with Hal. If you guys go back and and listen, he insinuated that. You know, this is a different time in the world. Hal insinuated, without directly saying, that there were some folks around town that he thought weren't exactly happy with the amount of diversity he was bringing to Mount oh, yeah? Pleasant. So, interesting. Uh, two guys named Chris. We are presented by our friends at Circus Sports Iowa. We'll be out. Uh, we will be in Vegas in a week doing shows on Thursday and Friday uh, is be out there for the Circa Survivor and the Circa Millions 5, the biggest pro football contest in Vegas. You could win $14 million in guaranteed prizes, but you have to sign up in Vegas. You can play from anywhere. We got a lot of tweets about this over the week. You have to sign up in Vegas, but you can play from anywhere. The deadline to sign up is Saturday, September 9th. So that's coming up uh, next Thursday, I will be doing a CW pod where I'll have a lot of the heavy hitters from the uh, sports betting world out there. I'll also be adding some of our contributors. I'll ask probably Dr. Minner, Lysteco, guys like that to come on with us. Two guys named Chris next Friday live from Stadium Swim. So Hassel will be in the air when we normally do the show. Two guys named Chris will be on Friday of next week from Circa not Thursday. Um, hit on some Big 12 stuff here real quick. The realignment. Brett McMurphy put out a tweet yesterday. So I haven't listened to this yet. I'm going to today. Brett Yormark was on the uh, Marchinand and uh, Orand Sports Business Journal. You Marchinand? Marchand, right? Yeah. And Orand, right? The Saints go Marchinand. <laughs> These guys do a sports media podcast. It's really good. I, I try and yeah. listen to it every week. They are uh, in the know. Yeah. They had I, guys in your industry, from what I understand, Hassel, like, will listen to these guys mm-hmm. to see if they're going to get Yeah, they'll off. get information on their own jobs from these guys. Mm-hmm. Well, your Mark was on with them and basically said that they're no longer communicating with UConn and Gonzaga, as an example. I've been reporting to my subscribers for a while that, again, like there's just not money to do more expansion right now. It was always a try and get the four corners guys, um, universities. And really, like if you're a UConn fan today, you look at this and be like, man, we really got played um, is leverage. Now, they, I'm, I'm convinced that they would have taken UConn to match Colorado had the Arizona and Utah schools not come. But it was never a 1A to get UConn and Gonzaga into the Big 12. And your mark all but backed that up on this podcast. I'm glad this didn't happen. That would have been going down a road that muddles things up even more when you're talking basketball only ads. And if you're a UConn fan, let's be honest, I, I... I think you're happy this didn't happen. Absolutely. You're back in the Big East. 
You know, that, that's where you belong. You, you're winning national titles again. You're in a great spot. This would have been good for business, I guess. Good for maybe the, maybe the athletic department and the football program. But not for what we know UConn as, and, and that's basketball. They're, they're where they belong. I'm glad. that in, in Gonzaga, I don't know. You know, I, I, I saw Matt Norlander tweeted that, uh, who covers college basketball year round for CBS Sports, that this is this is better for college basketball and better for both of those programs, Gonzaga and UConn. But I don't know. But I, Gonzaga, I I'm kind of tired of how head and shoulders above the conference they're in they are it, it reminds me of remember when the yukon women were in oh, yeah. was it the american yeah i mean they winning games terrible. by 60 every night i i do i do want to see gonzaga step up in competition but not for this i i think it i think it happened the way it needed to and you were right all along williams saying that this is just kind of a backup plan. This is, you know, your mark is using this to say, hey, you know, if, if you don't come, we're going to get these other teams here and you're going to miss out. And he got he got everything he wanted. Yeah, the the Gonzaga thing, especially like I, I never understood why they wanted to go to the Big 12. They weren't going to be getting these, you know, 30 million dollar media checks or something like that. Sure, it'd be more than what they were making, but it's like. Like you talk to a guy like Bloom and these these collective guys all over the country, there's real advantages to being a basketball only school. Like there's a reason why McDermott's pulling in you know top five recruiting classes at Creighton, mm-hmm. and they because they, they don't have to pay football players. And this is going to be a real. If I'm UConn, I'm dropping football and I'm just focusing on basketball and your women's program and letting Gino really fund that thing well in Iowa's. Like there's. They're never going to be good in football out there. They're so isolated from everything else. You would know more than me. Like, nobody cares about UConn football out there, do they? Nobody cares about college football, period, out there. When you're talking Northeast, from New York to Boston, all of New England, it's just not, they don't care. They co- College basketball, yes. College mm-hmm. football, no. It's all NFL. I, I, had, <laughs> I had a real eye-opening experience my one of my first weekends at ESPN. Uh, this is back in 2013, and I, I went to a Buffalo Wild Wings on a Saturday to watch some college football. And go in, I walk in there, and it's like noon Eastern time, and nobody's in there. All the TVs are on soccer. No college football. So just don't care. Mm-hmm. You ask them to turn the channel to a, the college football, and they're like, "What? Why?" I mean, look at nobody. Boston College, come on. UConn's Rutgers. big thing apparently was that they wanted more media money to be able to pay their basketball coaches, and I'm like, "Yeah, but you're going to have to invest a ton into that football program if all of a sudden you're playing in the Big Twelve. Aren't they like independent in football right now? I swear they are." I don't even know. Yes, uh, I think they're independent because the because the program left the American. Yes, so they could go to the Big East in basketball. Believe they've been independent the last couple of years, and 
they they were pretty decent last year because what's his face is back the guy that led him to the whatever it was that the bcs bowl game, mm-hmm. not the championship but a bcs game um what the hell's his name i don't it doesn't know. matter i know who you're talking about though yeah. <laughs> but the og coach that got him there in the first place what what is going on in our comments right now it's turned into this whole thing about bed bugs in vegas and i'm starting to get real worried there's a bed bug infestation in Las Vegas. Yeah, Circa's not a part of it. It's all these strips. You know about this? Well, no, I was just reading the comments. You're gonna be fine. Sounds like it's on the strip, not in Yeah. Not in Old Vegas. Oh, thank God. Okay. There's stuff about bugs, anal probing us. Like it's just <laughs> Our commenters are just out of control. T Baker says Caesar's Palace, Planet Hollywood. Bunch of others, but not Circa. All right. No, Circa's not a part Keep of it. Keep it out of Circa. And you I'll got nothing good. to worry about, my friend. Okay. Bed Shout bugs. out to our friends at Channel Oof. Seed. We are in the Channel Seed studios. It was cool to drive out to Western Iowa yesterday. Saw a ton of those Channel Seed signs in the yard. Those guys are getting amped up. Harvest season coming around the corner, baby. Also, reminder, go to iowaeverywhere.com. Uh, we will be continuing to push the Avett Brothers concert, which is coming up on the 25th. And I believe, Matt, can you confirm this for me? I believe we will be doing the giveaway on Monday uh, with our Avett Brothers promotion. Yes, I believe that's right. Yep, that you can yep. find on show. Yep. two guys or on iowaeverywhere.com. It's super easy. You just put in your name and we're going to draw and give away a bunch of free tickets to the Avett Brothers that concert is on the 25th. I would actually like to go to that one, but we will be in Las Vegas at the same time. Speaking of concerts, Nelly <laughs> is performing at the Big 12 championship game. We were this this news got announced yesterday on our way to Storm Lake, so we listened to Nelly's greatest hits on the way. I could see you being one of those douchebags. That had like a Band-Aid under your eye oh. trying to act like Nelly when you were in high school? Listen, I, I had Nelly CDs. I, I remember um, I was on the golf team sophomore year, I believe, when uh, it might have been his first big album came out. And uh, I didn't have... Country Grammar was the first hit, I want to say. My, my, my buddy Mark had a, uh, a classic Beagle you know, one of those Beetle cars. Seriously? Yeah. And and he would drive me you to golf dorks. practice. And we would be bumping out to Nelly in his Beetle, Beetle bug. And then, yeah, I was working on the golf course, listening to Nelly CDs, Air Force One. Get to... Bow, 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 bow. Big what, what are you saying? You don't like Nelly? No, I like Nelly. I just... Nelly was interesting. Hear me out here. Nelly, so like we went from like true gangster rap in the late 90s, right, where it's East Coast, West Coast, guys are rapping about killing each other, you know, we legit have murders, and it was like pretty nasty, and then Nelly kind of comes onto the scene, he was really a generational type guy, where all of a sudden it was like this this rapper, super popular, and he's he's rapping about shoes. Oh, it's a breath of fresh air. We're not killing yeah. each other. And country grammar, you know, like it was really a. 
he really is an icon in, in that sense because he kind of brought the bubblegum type rap back. There's a lot of guys who well, followed him. Yeah, I think we need more of that. We need Nelly to come back because I, I'm worried about I'm worried about you with this new rap. I mean, I I saw you were listening to that horrific song on the T-Box yesterday. It was not Nelly. I, was like, I had no idea that that was on Twitter. Oh yeah, Jacqueline posted that. Jeez. Uh, but then you were on the tee box and you were, you were listening to, I don't even want to say the name of the song cause I'm quite frankly, I'm offended by it. Just it's WAP. Yeah. See, that's, that is, you can't say that. I didn't say the words. I, it's WAP. That's what it stands for. Yeah. But I'm offended by that word. No, you're not. I, yes, I you're am. You're the most I, disgusting I human being I know. You're not offended. <laughs> I'm 33% Sicilian. Oh, my God. You can't. Are we? You can't. Oh, God. Matt, you're going to get us kicked off of YouTube. That was all Jake Brin's fault. And that's what rap is now. We need more Nelly. I agree. Are you a fan of Nelly? Yeah, I like. I mean, not like like I in two thousand twenty three. Really, so no, I don't Brett, listen to Nelly. Brett Yormark wants to be younger, hipper, and cool, cooler. <laughs> Big Twelve. Does bringing Nelly so hot in her? No, the, not really. Does but, that make the Big Twelve younger, hipper, and cooler? Would you rather have him bring who? Who the big guy now is? Um, well, there's Kendrick Lamar. And there's um, oh yeah, that would be epic to bring Kendrick who's, uh, Lamar. Travis Scott. He performed at a Super Bowl halftime. Oh Jesus! But see, I don't. That's it's that's too new for me, and too it's too filthy for me to be honest. Yeah, Fifty Cent. Stacy says Fifty Cent. He was he just performed at a Super Bowl. <laughs> it's kind of a retro act, but I don't know. I, I saw that Travis Hines uh, tweeted that it's not really a Nelly concert. It is the marching bands performing. That's the main thing. These marching bands. And Nelly is just going to be a part of it. Well, that sounds pretty cool, actually. So, like, he's going to rap to the bands. I don't know. You know I'm a huge band guy. So he he, he tweeted out, like, uh, part of the actual announcement from Brett Yormark. And it says that uh, we are thrilled to announce Nelly will be joining our school's marching bands... That's to sick. perform at the first ever Big 12 Championship halftime show. I really like that. That's awesome. That's a great idea. Why not? What's the downside? <laughs> um, hey, can I jump quick, in I real to... quick? Can I jump in Yeah, go quick? ahead there. Go ahead so you, there, Van Quinn. So you were talking about this Iowa Wesleyan auction? Yeah. I was just... Doing a little searching, and it's too late. But the 1990 How Mummy, oh my god, postseason qualifier was one of the auction items. Huh? What did that go for? Um, I would have paid a sixty bucks. Shut up! Sixty bucks. And the '89 one, thirty bucks. How sick would that have been in the Iowa Everywhere? Cyclone oh Fanatic Studio. God, I'm so mad that I didn't see that. If anyone um, bought that, let us know. I would Matt have paid at least 200 for it. Matt said they were auctioning off an air raid sign. 
It's got a pick of Leach and a few others. I would have paid at least 200 for that banner. Yeah, that would have looked good in your little studio. I know. It really would have. Uh, before we get to our new segment, uh, which is a fresh perspective on the Hawks and the Clones presented by our friends at Kitchen Refresh by No Pros. I want to really get quick give a shout-out to Chad Lysico and Scott Docterman for Legends and Listeners. Their first episode was awesome. Mm-hmm. You could tell those guys are really good friends because they had really great chemistry. And, man, if you're an Iowa and Big Ten fan, you know, I that might be the that might end up being the best podcast in the region for for any of that stuff. Now they mm-hmm. no again they're going to start with Iowa in. every week, but they're they're going to be <clears throat> tackling Big Ten type of conversations too. So, man, if you haven't listened to that yet, go and download it. It's getting a ton of plays on YouTube, as Chris yeah. noted. It's got like two thousand views on YouTube already, so people are finding that. Great job. Aiden Wyatt producing that. And then today, I believe the fellows are recording at 11 o'clock, the first firmly entrenched with Jake Brind and Nick Osen. That will uh, debut later on today on the Iowa Everywhere podcast feed. That'll be on YouTube, all that good stuff as well. So I'm looking forward to seeing what Great. those guys said. You, I was just shocked. Like I, I thought it may take Chad, because they're not broadcasters. They're they're more of the writing background, but they they were really really good mm-hmm. in that first episode. Great start for those guys, and you know they're I mean they took it really seriously. They were really excited about it, and I can't wait like during the season too. I mean once we get actual games going, it's going to be really really fun to listen to. So uh, what's the plan for um, you know a schedule wise? for the two podcasts once we get going here? Uh, I believe the Big 12 guys are recording on Wednesdays during the season. Okay. And Chad and Scott are going to be recording first thing on Thursday morning during the season. Thursdays. Okay. Yeah, and the reason being, we wanted them both a little earlier in the week, but the groups wanted to wait until after media availabilities were done for the week for Iowa and Iowa State. And Iowa just goes like a day later, I guess. Uh, as far as all of that goes. So that that's how it will be throughout the season. We'll have a packed feed for you. Do have a couple other shows that we'll be announcing as well. More shows? We all that st- yeah. Bohannon's coming back. We've got some we've got some stuff that we'll be Yeah, that we're working on. All right. Um so we're gonna do this segment coming up. So I, I'm I'm excited. We're I'm gonna get my kitchen done. Do you know that? Did I tell you about that? By our friends. You saw the thing at the beginning, the video, by our friends at Kitchen Refresh by, by No Pros. Did you see that? Did you watch it? I did. I did. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm actually pretty disappointed. Why? Because I really need my kitchen redone. Well, and I, I mean, come, they're located I, I in find Iowa. Out, I find out that we've got this great partnership and they're kitchenrefreshiowa.com. You can go check them out today. You are going to get your kitchen redone? I live in Iowa. You want them to drive down to Florida? Well, yeah. 
See what we can it, it, do. It's only fair. It's two guys named Chris, not one. Well, you'll be able to watch mine get done. You already got the meat box, so I should see get how the great of a refresh. job they do when they. And I'll show you progress. Why, why in my is it kitchen. that you get everything? Because I live in Iowa. That I'm telling you, I don't think Fairway necessarily is crazy about your brand. I don't think they think you can turn on a grill. I honestly think that's the thing. <laughs> I don't think that they believe you're a great ambassador but they for spon- meat. They, but it's not, they're not just sponsoring you. They're sponsoring both I'm of a, us, our I'm show. a meat guy. I'm a meat guy. Well, I'm a meat you're guy, a too. I just don't air, want to make it martini. myself. You're, have you ever smoked meat in your life? Well, no. Yeah. I, but come on. You don't have to be like this crazy meat smoker to... You know, be respected in the meat world. I I love good meat. Love it. So I just don't make it myself. Our refresh perspective we're going to do on Thursdays where Hassel drops a take on the clones. I'm going to give one on the Hawks. No bias. We're just bringing it. Presented by our friends at Kitchen Refresh. Do you want to go first? No, I want you to go first. Listen, I'm... I'm still really thinking a lot about your offensive line, and I think it's going to be. I'm I'm, I'm kind of carrying our conversation from from Monday. The, watching this quarterback go down, it's just like I just think you're going to have to have a pretty good run game this year. You know, that's really really important for Iowa. I think that your running backs are going to be fine. Listen, like the wide receiver thing, you bring in these wide receivers. We've heard this before. You know, Oliver Martin, and like I, I just like. Arlen Bruce. <laughs> yeah, like, I, I'm just guys? not. I think you're, I love your tight ends, right? I think both those guys are studs, all Big 12 type. I think McNamara can obviously play at a high level. We've seen that with his time at Michigan. Where does Iowa have to take the best step forward for this offense to get to, not necessarily where you need, because if you, like, need-wise, if you just wouldn't have been terrible last year, you would have been in a pretty good spot. Where do you want to get to be able to play for a Big Ten championship, right? Mm-hmm. What's the most realistic spot with Iowa football that can take that step forward to allow you to be in that position? It is your offensive line, my friend. So I'm going to continue to pound the pavement on that. I want to see how that group progresses as we get towards Big Ten play. So you sound worried. No, I I will I I don't know about worry, but I'll say I'm skeptical because we haven't seen them be very good up front since Chris Doyle left. Yeah. Well, what's the missing my... piece since the line has taken a downturn? Everything else is the same. What's the different two things? So Chris Doyle was gone, and you had Spencer Petras as your quarterback. Which goes to my point. Just the addition of McNamara definitely helped. I get it. I I understand what you're saying. But, like, I'm not that threatened by your receivers because I don't think that you're running an offense that really uses them that well. You've got to be able to run the football considerably better than Iowa did last year with your halfbacks to be able to use the tight end. I think Iowa is going to average 30 points a game this year. Play some good defenses. What do you mean? Just saying, like, did you see the S and P stuff that came out yesterday? 
You're saying they do play some good defenses? Yeah, they, Iowa plays good Well, yeah, defenses. they're in the Big Ten West. Big Ten West yeah. has good defenses. You play awful but, offenses, but you play good defenses. Well, what do you think they're going to average on offense this season? 25.1. I <laughs> <laughs> I I think they're going to, yes, 30 points a game because they're going to put up big numbers against some of these bad teams. They are. That's going to be the McNamara difference. The McNamara difference. It's going to be in these games against the Rutgers and the Northwesterns where they're going to throw a 50-burger up there. Okay? It's going to up these numbers. 30 a game. Mark it down. And then, like, again, the stupidity of this contract. Because it's like, oh, we we just beat Rutgers 50-6. to First question. Yeah, were you running up the score for Mm -hmm. your son's contract? That's going to be fun to follow. (laughs) But, like, for real, you made it the story. Yes, and uh, did you hear hear Joel Klatt on his show? This was a couple weeks ago. He said that, you know, with Barta out, it's a new athletic director. Just get rid of that. Yeah, no kidding. Just you don't get have rid to of keep that. It. It's yeah. And I think some fans are are worried that if you get rid of that and they have another terrible year on offense, then well, they're just going to keep him. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe this is Kirk Ferentz's last year. I don't know. Hey, did you read all this Harbaugh stuff? No. Oh, he's totally going to the NFL after this year. Because of the NCAA The stuff. whole suspension he's, that's coming? Yeah. yeah it's he's pissed off the wrong people. He's, he, I don't know what happened behind the scenes, but there's enough people that are pissed off at him. There's no way he's at Michigan after this year. Because he was going to serve that uh, four-game suspension, right, at the start of this season, yeah. and now that's so, off. They're pushing it back to yeah, so next year at least. I'm going off of Dan Wetzel's been reporting on this, and he's located in Michigan, so he's probably pretty sore from Yahoo. And, like, essentially they had come to this, like, mutual agreement on what the suspension would be, which was the four game. It really wasn't that bad other than you're being out four games, but he could still coach, could still do all those things. Well, there's – apparently there's, like, a board – that has to approve all of this, which is like school presidents and athletic directors. And those people voted that it wasn't severe enough. Hmm. I just, I think he's done after this year. He's been flirt. He wanted the Vikings job every year. Yeah. Every year. It seems like, um, he's flirted with going back to the NFL. And I'm quite frankly, I'm surprised he hasn't done that yet just because, I mean, I know they haven't gotten completely over the hump, but they've beaten Ohio State two years in a row. I mean, like, go out on top, man. I want Harbaugh to stay. He makes it interesting, man. So are you the only one that gets to do the the refresh take? No, I'm asking you. Because you're the only one getting your kitchen redone? I want your quick hit on the clones. Give me a hit. Give me a take. All right. Here's my take on the clones. I kind of hinted at it earlier on in the week. Ride... With J.J. Cole, baby. Mm. I haven't seen him throw a football. I haven't seen him do anything on the football field. But I did see him standing next to Rocco Becht. Towering over Rocco Becht. You just can't get this picture out of your mind, can you? No. 
I am. My nipples are hard for J.J. Cole. That's my take. I, I, th- I, at this point, this is kind of, this is a new era for Cyclone football, right? This is like a reset. You're pushing the reset yeah, button. This is like Campbell 2.0. It's like new. Yes. Kirk. So you know, Purdy and 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 Brees Hall and those guys, they were out for last year. I get it. But last year was such a disaster. You're kind of starting over. You got the gambling guys who are out. Deckers is one of them. He's gone. You've got the new special teams coordinator. You've got no expectations. Campbell 2.0. Start the guy who looks the part. J.J. Cole. And more highly touted coming out of school. By all accounts, this guy can sling it. Go with Cole. I did um, on JJ's. I don't know. I mean, other than I know his dad and, um, you know, how highly touted he was. I haven't really seen him play much. So Jeff Woody, who I played golf with yesterday, he owns a bunch of, they're called um, like Acceleration Iowa gyms where he helps train and like high school athletes younger than that and jj yeah, i was apparently. looking at the, the the videos of you guys and you, you guys look really similar but he's in shape and you're not factual um woody's crossfitter man oh those crossfitters you know the goal crossfitters every time they go into the gym if they don't piss themselves doing a set it's a failure for them they're trying like, to they push rabbit. themselves to piss Woody trained him and talked more with me about like just his mental like that he's really super focused that type of guy like really good student that type of thing. You're talking about Cole? Yeah. I mean Mm -hmm. I have no idea how that translates to Big 12 football as a true freshman but Woody was telling me that he thinks like it the because he also came in in the spring Chris so he's he had a whole spring with Iowa State so yeah he's a true freshman but he's He's been there for a while. He's known he was going to Iowa State for a long time. He thinks mentally he'll be ready. It'll be more of the... But you're saying... You know you have this really what you think is an elite talent. Mm-hmm. Get his ass out there and start he the He looks the part. Now. This is a, a restart, almost a rebrand for Matt Campbell. Because now for the first time ever, people are doubting you. I'm not saying his seat is hot or anything like that. No, I get it's it. not. Cole asked the question: At what point does Campbell's seat get a little warm? I think nationally, I've had I've I've had people ask me like, is he is his, is he on the hot seat? No, no, but there always comes a point. Yeah, what would it <laughs> Just... take for his seat to start getting a little bit warm. I think it's going to be if he has another 3-4 win season. Coming off all this gambling stuff. It it really always comes down I to I think money. it starts to get warm next off season. It always comes down to money and it's season tickets and that right like that's ultimately why change. Sure. Yeah. And right now They're incredibly on, season yeah. tickets are through the roof again. Yeah. So, I mean, that's ultimately what it always comes. That's why, like, never in Jamie Pollard's right mind could you bring back Steve Prohm after that 0-19 mm-hmm. year. They wouldn't have sold a damn ticket. Nobody was going to go to those games. 
Didn't matter who he brought in in the transfer portal. People were done. And Matt's still setting nearly season ticket records. So, yeah, we'll, we'll wait and see. I mean, if they go 2-9, and nine, let's have a conversation. Or 2-10. and ten, or and I think a lot of it depends, too, on how you do it. Like, if you get to, let's say, in a hypothetical, they're 5-7 and seven this year. Or best six and six would would push it over the top. So let's say they're five and seven, but man, you got this young quarterback, and you're really showing a lot of progress at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, that's different than you know, like last year. I would say they were four and eight, and they were in all these super close games. But the way you lost was infuriating because you're missing kicks, punts blocked, you know, turnovers, and it didn't look like a well coached team. So like there's right. a difference between like uh the five and seven they or the four and eight they went in two thousand sixteen before they took the big jump in seventeen. You knew something good was coming at the end of that one, right? Mm-hmm. Like because you could see it building. Let's see how that plays out. I don't think that he is anywhere close to the hot seat though. No, I really no, absolutely nowhere not. close. And I know Jamie too, and like Jamie. Jamie's not even thinking about that. He would at this point. He, he, if he heard this conversation, he would roll his eyes and turn us off immediately. Like these idiot, even bringing this up, <laughs> you got no clue. But at some point, at some point, the yeah, seat yeah, yeah. does get hot. If it, you know, it's it's gonna take it's gonna take a lot more losing. The but, smartest coaches are the ones that leave after like five or six years when their stock is yeah the hottest because it there's always well Campbell had a chance Kirk. to do that he could have done it a couple years at, ago look at Kirk and Iowa I mean how many peaks and valleys have oh, you yeah. guys had yeah. over the years it's just it's just natural and we're not in places where you're going to have these you know talent factories it's developmental stuff and it's just a it's a fact it's very similar to what y'all have experienced at Iowa it's just Matt's never been through this process speaking of selling tickets did you see the Iowa men's basketball team uh, put out their call to action yesterday for season tickets for the upcoming season. And they they used uh, Patrick McCaffrey as the cover boy. He wears the same number as Caitlin Clark. So, like, you see this this tweet, you saw 22. I thought I thought for a second it was like, whoa, are they using Caitlin Clark? To, no, it's Patrick McCaffrey. But what do you do if you're, if you're the, the Iowa athletic program and you're looking to sell men's basketball tickets for the upcoming season, how do you get people excited? How do you get them into the arena? How do you get them to pay for a season? Because you're going to have the people, you'll get people coming in for random games, but how do you get them to sign up for the entire season? This is Nelly year? available? <laughs> I think this is going to be the hardest job that I they've had selling season tickets in the McCaffrey era. I think it's going to be tough. I really do. There's really, and I was looking through some of their uh, European tour stuff, and I, there's really not, like, you don't have that marquee guy now that people want to go see. Yeah, because you've had the Murray twins. You've yeah. had Garza. Who? Yeah, who is it? Uh, Peyton Sanford? I think they, yeah, as as Matthew points out, you got to have a heated bridge so the fans will cross it, free ice cream, and unlimited yarn. I think they do, they think outside the box. 
to get. Yeah, I think that you got to you got to offer pride. discounts. You got to offer some free beer, some fun packages. Yeah, you got to start. You have to start doing what they were doing in Lick Lighter years, where they had the free pizza for every student that showed up. But again, up. like, isn't this like the same conversation as the football coaches that we were just having? Like, Fran's going to tournaments. Hmm. This isn't the look ladder year, but like there becomes a fatigue part where fans just like it's apathy now. I think yeah, because I mean you see the ceiling, you see regular season success, you see you're going to tournaments, but you're not doing anything in the NCAA tournament, and now there's just not a lot to be excited about going into this upcoming season. I, I don't know what you point to. I don't know what you do to get fans re-energized it's a tough sell it's a really tough sell this upcoming season appreciate our friends at kitchen refresh iowa we'll be doing this on thursdays doing during the football season and uh yeah hopefully just a little uh new perspective on the hawks and the clones what do you have going on this weekend anything before well um i uh Let's see, I'm going to the, the chiropractor here in about 30 minutes. I, I've got physical therapy. Man, they work me out. Holy hell. I, I didn't know physical therapy was like this. Like, it is a full-on workout. I've got sweat pouring down my face. My entire outfit is soaked. They're putting me on benches. The bench is soaked when I'm done with it. What i got to wear doing? a headband, a sweatband. Why? What are they doing to you? They're making me do these crazy workouts, working out my back. legs and my hips and my, yeah, for my lower back. I've got a degenerative L5 disc in my lower back. So they're doing this physical therapy. They said my hips are weak and my feet are weak. Kind of like you rolling your ankle on the course. <laughs> so I'm, I'm working out these things that I've <laughs> never really worked out before. And my God. It's my wife goes to the same chiropractor. She says like she'll go in there and everybody, the, the, everybody's talking about how much I'm sweating. <laughs> I feel t- I feel because no one else is working out like me in there. I'm the only one who they're putting through the ringer. Like everybody well, else is like they're laying at the table. They're getting zapped at the table. They're being stretched out. They're doing these like really tiny workout band things and then i'm over there doing like <laughs> deadlifting with kettlebells we'll have to get a video in vegas of me stretching out your back on the floor of the sports book yeah do we need to find a do we need to find a course and uh because i i do think it would be interesting to have our little golf course bet what, what did you shoot yesterday Give me an idea. I've never played golf with you. It what? was a four-man best ball, so it okay. Represent. Okay, let's just say you're going out to the course. You're playing 18 holes. What are you likely going to shoot? I I'm right around bogey golf type. Okay, so you're going to shoot around 90. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Are you it playing from the, on the ladies' course. tees? Well, like, but if I'm in like no f off, if I'm back in Southwest Iowa, I'll probably do a little better than that. It depends. Like, I don't like playing these. What do you mean? <laughs> You'll do better than that because it's your home, your home area. You play better where you were born because you can play like opposite fairway and stuff like that, as opposed to these damn, you know. Oh, so elitist. you're saying if you play a course with no trees and no out of bounds and no, no water, it's not even what I'm saying. Like 
There's a difference in like TCI here in Central Iowa and like what I played yesterday. Well, yeah, of course. You know what I mean? Or uh, yeah, or Wakanda, or uh, yeah. I don't want to play those. I need. To, I like. I'm. I know what I am as far as golf goes. I'm your. I play like three times a year, two three times a year tops. So. Well, yeah, your, to your ankles can't. They, they wouldn't hold up over the course of a full summer of you out there on the golf course. Uh, all right, let's get out of here. I don't want to go to physical therapy. I don't. Uh, get your ass out of here and get to physical therapy. You got to fix uh, that back. I just, it's so embarrassing how much I'm sweating in front of everybody that's doing nothing. They're like, oh my God. Because there's no airflow in there. There's no fan. Because it's not, it's not like a regular gym. What an endorsement it's a chiropractor. For this physical therapy place. Holy mackerel. <laughs> my wife's a physical therapist. Did you know that? She works with kids, though, and they do fine. You're a baby. Maddie Suck it Van Wink Productions. Hey, have fun with your little uh, your kennel cough that your kids have. <laughs> the seal cough. He's Chris Hassel. My name is Chris Williams. Maddie Van Winkle Production. We appreciate all of our great sponsors. Thank you all for tuning in. We'll be back on Monday. Iowa everywhere. 